Well, welcome to the King Yah podcast. As you may have guessed, I am your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships, criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week, you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews, as well as personal relationship tips that would help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, KingYai2020. My podcasts are also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Anchor, Tune in or wherever you get your favorite podcast. Just look for King Yah. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories? Good morning, everyone. My name is King Yah, and I am your host. We have a very special guest on today. Her name is Miss Aaliyah. And she comes to us today to share a story about her brother who was falsely accused and convicted of a sex crime that he did not commit. And we're going to get into that story in just a few moments. Again, uh, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in. We've got listeners in Italy. We've got listeners all over the United States. We've got listeners in Ireland tuning in, and we want to just um, encourage you guys to continue spreading the word about our radio show and about our podcasts. It's because of you that we exist, and we appreciate all of our listeners, and we appreciate all of our supporters and all of our special honored guests that choose our platform to share their stories. So stories like the one that Aliyah We'll be sharing with you guys the morning, this morning. Stories like the one that Diane, her mother, will be sharing with you guys this morning. Stories like uh, Larissa, whose son was uh, illegally detained and uh, locked up for a crime that he did not commit. Stories like the one that you heard about Mr. Owens Ill, who was locked up and sent to adult prison at the age of 17. Stories like myself, my own story. When I was 14 years old, how I got locked up and charged for a crime that I did not commit and served 10 years for. You're going to hear these stories. You're going to hear um, a lot of stories from those that have been falsely accused, right? And we just want to be, we just want to continue to be that voice for our listeners. So with no further ado, we're going to the fall lines, and we're bringing on Miss Aliyah. Aliyah, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. How how you doing this morning, Aliyah? I'm doing good. I'm a little tired. <laughs> you mean you weren't prepared and ready for this show that we're doing this morning? <laughs> I mean, I've been up since like six. <laughs> mm, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Wonderful. Now, we got your letters. You and I have spoken quite a few times, and I appreciate yeah. you for uh, utilizing this platform to share your story. Do you know if your mom will be calling in as well? 
Um, probably not. She's been having trouble sleeping, so she's probably sleeping in right now. Okay. That's fine. So if you could paint, uh, I don't want to say paint the picture. If you could, if you could start from the beginning, uh, let our listeners know who you are, your background, what you do, because you have a 24-hour job. You don't get any rest, so I understand that, <laughs> right? So we share that same responsibility. So tell, tell our listeners about you, who you are, what you do, what your background is in, and then introduce the story about your brother. Well, my name is Leah. I'm a stay-at-home mom of two children, and um, I'm 34 years old. I'm married, and I take care of everything. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, this is a story about my brother. It started um, in December of 2018, and um, it all came crashing down when my brother gave his wife a call saying that he is... Um, throwing out their roommate we're we're just going to call him S because he didn't like how the roommate was getting too close to his children especially his daughter and um, so he wanted him out of there and then she calls him back and says I want a divorce and after that he kind of he kind of just went off the handle and was crying and he did tell his children that he probably won't be able to see them for a little while while the divorce is getting all, you know, finalized and everything. And, um, and at last resort to kind of change her mind, he did threaten, uh, suicide with a machete. And, uh, then he got Baker acted. And while he was, uh, in the mental hospital, she told us to move back in jumped into bed with him and then told her children that um, their father's going to be no longer in their lives, that um, S is going to become their new daddy, and that he's going to adopt them and buy them a house where they all can have their own rooms with a big yard and a dog, and don't worry you won't have to deal with your daddy no more because we'll get his rights taken away. And um, about, uh, about a week after all that is um, supposedly when my niece went to her mother and said that my brother um, was sexually assaulting her since she was six years old. Um Sorry. I found that out because she decided to give me a call and tell me about it. And she told me about it in the most gruesome details. It's like, I, I don't know how she would have known all those type of details. But um, uh, I was invited to a barbecue. And when I went over to the barbecue, I started noticing things that were really weird as um, the mother would talk about it. It was like she would say one P 
piece of information and say it again and add more embellishments to it. And it was just the gruesomeness that she would add and add and add to it. And um, as more as this barbecue went on, the the weirder it got, especially when I was uh, asked by my niece to go with her and her mom to the store. And so I was like, okay. I went to the store with them, and on the way there, um, the mother was like, it's time for me to be happy, and that's with S. Isn't that right to my niece? And my niece was like, yeah. And then the mother would um, ask her daughter, you know, did your daddy ever tell you why he was doing this to you? And she would say, yeah, because you wouldn't give um, him any and he had to release his frustration somehow. And I don't know about a lot of people, but that's shocking coming out of the mouth of a of a nine year old. And um <coughs> the the more the more that the barbecue went on, the more um Weirder it got, the more stories from S and the mother um, got more fictional. And the the referencing um, from the niece to the mother, like, isn't that right, Mom? Like, they were trying to make sure that they had everything right. Um, was very weird. It's like um, they invited this one guy over. He was a preacher. But they made him out to be like this thug who was running a underground pedophile, you know, hunting ring. Like they, they hunt down pedophiles or something like that. And that he was going to bring over a laptop to S. So not even the FBI can hack into because S likes to write. It, it was like the weirdest thing in the world. And um, it wasn't until, like, uh, this guy, the preacher, me, S, and the mother went outside, and they were telling the preacher about what was going on. I'm sorry, I really don't want to go into the, the details of it, but... Um, no, no, that's that's quite fine. Go right ahead. Yeah. And uh, they, they, it was like... They would talk about it, and then one, like, S would, like, talk louder than the mother, and the mother would talk louder than S, and then when the preacher would ask the question, they would talk over it. It was like, the preacher looked at the mother and said, how could you not have known? It was three years. How could you not have known? You know, then you give her a bath, then you do the laundry, and, and then you see anything weird in her behaviors. And she just said, oh, I was working. And so he was like, you were working all the time, 24-7. Like, and then she got really quiet and she kind of put her chin to her uh, chest and gave him, like, this look, like, how dare you ask me that question type. And um, <laughs> then after that... um 
he wanted to talk to me because um, me and him seemed to be on the same page when it came to trying to get them to understand that um, S really shouldn't be there because it doesn't look good. But anyways, um, so me and him went and we talked for about 20 minutes aside where they couldn't hear us. And that's when he was telling me that my brother was being set up. And I did argue with him a little bit about that because you know, when you hear that from a child, you think that that is true. And then when you realize that adults can manipulate and coach children, that's when you're like, whoa. And, um, <clears throat> and so after about 20 minutes, I, I started to realize that, um, everything was a, a setup. And when the preacher walked away to take a phone call, S comes over to me, asks what we were talking about, and I was like, don't worry about it. And it's okay. And he's like, well, I'm worried. And then uh, me and my husband decided to go home. And the next day I had to call my brother and um, and ask him if he did that to my niece. And um, I had to do it in such a way that I I knew that he could have could not think of anything to say, you know, just more of an emotional reaction. I couldn't tell when my brother was lying, and um, I asked him, and he just cried, and he he couldn't believe that that's what they were saying about him. He was worried about his daughter, he was worried about his sons, and he just wanted to know if they were okay, and he just couldn't believe that his whole family was just falling apart. And then about a few days afterwards, I called his um, case manager at the mental health hospital to get his diagnosis, which was about six to seven things. Um, I told his uh, case manager that there's things going on outside that I'm worried about telling him because I didn't want to set him back in his progress. And they said for me to tell him why he was in there so they could help him. So I I had to tell him. And I can... It's like what I wrote to you. It's like if you ever been on the phone and you listen to a person's thought, realizing that their whole life, their children, uh, a spouse that they thought they loved them is doing all this to them. It, it's just no word. You know, my, my heart shattered. It, it felt like I just ripped away his soul when I had to tell him about it. My brother um, got released um, late January, and um, he was arrested a week after he was released from the mental um, hospital because um, his wife was claiming that he was stalking her and her children, 
she said that he was following them to school by hiding by hiding uh, sorry hiding behind bushes and um then like they left their 10-year-old son home alone for some reason and um he tried to kick in the back door that's what i was told and um she says somehow he broke into her apartment and found a bottle of water a unopened bottle of water and drugged it for whatever reason and that her son told her that his dad told him that he has been drugging her food and water for years with meth, heroin, and weed. And there was no way that this could have happened because me and my family knew exactly where he was at for the two weeks that she claims that he was stalking her and her children. And we have proof that he was there. After my brother was arrested, he um, he got beaten up a few times, and so they put him in solitary confinement for a year. My brother was um, interrogated without his lawyer being present, um, and his public defender, at first, we thought he was on my brother's side because he came to show the evidence to my brother in prison and um, told um, him that, oh, you know, look at this. They're showboating. You could tell they're lying. You could tell they're being coached. You know, we don't really have to worry about this. You know, this these are children who are lying. And so we're like, oh, great. And... Um, Then he interviewed the, um, and then he interviewed the investigators of um, the case, and then he completely changed his mind and told my brother that he thought he was guilty and refused to defend him. Basically, he said, "Either take a plea deal, or I'm going to refuse to defend you. I, I won't give you a defense." And there was new evidence that came about that proved his innocence that was put into the court records, but neither the prosecution nor the public defender refused to use it. And um, so January of 2020, my brother was sentenced and took a plea deal. And um, he he had to plead guilty for something he didn't do. He um he he's not going to spend fifteen years in prison, all because his wife wanted complete control of the kids and wanted him out of her life forever. She didn't she didn't want to share the kids. She she uses them as tools. And my uh, it's not just my brother' life that got ruined. It's his also his kids. His daughter gets teased horribly at school because her mother went around telling anybody who has ears about this story. 
And the reason why the kids at school know about it because she had no problem telling it in front of other people's children. And um, so they tease her about it. And the only reason I know that is because I have another niece that goes to her school that tells me about it. And I'm not allowed to see my niece or my nephews. I'm not too sure on why they won't allow me to. Um, I've tried. But they just won't allow me to. So that that's basically the story in a, a summary form. For those that are just now listening to our show, we want to thank you for tuning in. Again, you are listening to Aaliyah, who is the sister of the brother, whose initial, what's your brother's initial? M. Okay. Are we saying his first name or no? No. We're going to just call okay. him M. Okay. That's fine. So you're listening to the story of um, from Aaliyah, who is the sister of her brother, who we are calling M as in the initial M. He was uh, falsely accused of a sex crime against a child, and he is currently locked up for a crime that he did not commit. And is it my understanding, Aaliyah, you said that he was he was uh, in isolation from general population for about a year while pleading his innocence, and yes. then all of a sudden, um, after being assaulted and after the ongoing interrogation of the prison officials, he later recanted and then he recanted his story and then finally just recently pled guilty for a crime that he did not commit. He was interrogated six months after he was arrested. Um, I guess it was the initial interrogation um, that they're supposed to give you once you were arrested, but they didn't do it until six months after. His um, lawyer was not present when that happened, but they kept him in isolation. Um, and he, he kept his innocence all the way to the very end when his lawyer basically told him that you're either going to spend life in prison and you're going to get killed. Or you take this plea deal, and you'll spend uh, 15 years in prison. And if you don't take this plea deal and we go to trial, I refuse to give you a defense. So it was like he was backed up against the wall, and there, the only way out was the plea deal. And it wasn't just that he was telling my brother this, he called my mother and told my mother that we had to convince my brother to take this plea deal. And my mother fought with the lawyer and said, no, 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 he is innocent. What about all this new evidence has come about? And the guy was like, oh, I can't even look at that evidence. The evidence... Um, doesn't go with this case. We can't um, bring up the mother's history because the evidence shows the mother's history, the the pattern that um, she has been trying to get rid of my brother through different types of um, um, allegations for years now, whether it's through DCF or the police or 
you know, through the school or something like that. And so she has been trying for quite some time to get rid of him. And it wasn't until that she come back down to Florida and she was with her parents that she finally was like, oh, this type thing. And um, <clears throat> so at the very end, um, we told my brother that we can't tell him what to take. You know, um, go to trial or take the plea deal, but the plea deal is there. And my brother took the plea deal for the fact that he didn't want to put his daughter in that situation. And he he knew that it, it wouldn't matter what his story was, is that the fact that a child was accusing him of such a heinous, um, crime that the jury's minds are already made up. And, and this was his own child, right? This was his own child, yes. Give me a few moments. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with more. Welcome to the King Yah podcast. As you may have guessed, I'm your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week, you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews, as well as personal relationship tips that would help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, KingYah2020. My podcasts are also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Anchor, TuneIn, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just look for KingYah. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories? All right. So thank you guys so much. You are uh, listening to our, our, your favorite podcast. This is your favorite podcast channel. And I'm King Ya. And our special honored guest is Aaliyah, who was basically just telling you guys a story about her brother who was falsely accused of a sex crime against a child that he did not commit. He was interrogated six months after being confined in isolation, assaulted himself while in prison, and forced to or coerced into changing his plea uh, or accepting a plea, changing his his stance from innocent to guilty. So that's where we are right now, and he is currently still incarcerated. How much time was he recently sentenced to? He was sentenced to 15 years with one year um, taken off, so he'll spend 14 years in prison. We, at the moment, do not know where he's at right now. Um, so uh, we're just waiting for him to give us a, 
to give us a call to tell us that he's okay or where he's at and and stuff like that. So um, he he was sentenced um, late January, and um, he he, he was, was sentenced. He was sentenced when? I'm sorry. Late January of this year. Okay, go ahead. We've only got a few moments remaining. Uh, he was just sentenced, and um, he we wanted to be there for him, but he didn't want us there because um, he didn't want us to um, hear that he had to plead guilty for um, something he didn't commit. And um, it, it was horrible because um, even the judge at the um, sentencing even brought up the evidence that neither the prosecution or his public defender um, would use. And his public defender jumped up and said, no, that's just circumstantial evidence and we can't use it in trial, even the judge was questioning that it can be used. But my brother already took the plea at that time. So I I don't know. It it certainly sounds like an appeal. He could actually do an uh, an appeal on it for sure. And I think an appeal, if he did an appeal, that that outcome could definitely be different, especially if you have a judge that's saying, on one end, yeah, no, something's not totally right, you know, here, so we need to go about this another way. So I think that that certainly rules in his favor as well. However, your brother is going to have to be the one to initiate that appeal process and, you know, speak about his truth, tell his story, tell tell what really happened, you know, and and fight this thing to the end. So yeah, we're um, you know, we're trying to do I that. We're we're right now trying to get his story out, and once we hear back from him, um, we're going to tell him that hey, you have basis for a pill. This guy refused to defend you. You were coerced, and um, but we were told that appeals are. It's an almost impossible to um, overturn them, but we're we're going to try. Absolutely, and I would encourage you to to continue fighting for the justice of your brother. And Aaliyah, I want to thank you so much for tuning in, for joining us. I'm sorry, I want to thank you for joining us as being our special and honored guest. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in to our show, and uh, our show entitled "Falsely Accused of a Sex Crime." So it has definitely been an honor having you on our show. I'm looking forward to having you having you back on our show to hearing more updates on the status of your brother and also um, your mother being on our show as well. We are looking forward to that. So I want to say thank you to everyone. Until next time, I'm your host, King Yah. Thank you. Any final words, Aaliyah? No, thank you for having me on your show. I hope I did okay. No, you did wonderful. You've told your truth. 
You've told your story. You've expressed how you feel about the injustice with our criminal justice system. And you, you, you are remarkable. And I want to thank you. I know it's not easy. I know it's, it's difficult sharing your story of your brother. You know, it's, it it's not easy. It's never easy, especially when we are uh, um, tried and accused of crimes in which we did not commit uh, sex crimes, uh, child abuse, being falsely accused, going through the mental health crisis that we go through as being victims of someone who has been falsely accused. And then to have the stigmatism of a molester or child molester, uh, molester molester on our on our jackets it that that's not you don't put that on people you don't put um molestation and being a pedophile and being accused of sex offending and sex offenders you don't put those titles on people that are innocent that did not commit those crimes and so our show exists because we are seeking criminal justice reform and we are speaking out against the criminal justice system that we know is unjustly sentencing and and women alike, youth as well, for crimes in which they either did not commit, were falsely accused of, and are received, um, oh my gosh, too much time for, basically, you know. Yeah. Uh, our, our juvenile, our juveniles, you know, we are seeking juvenile justice. We speak about juvenile justice. There is no way a child should be charged as an adult for crimes that they committed. And in some cases, for us uh, be sent to prison as juveniles, there's no way children should be sent to prison as juveniles. It's, it's just unacceptable. It's unacceptable. So, again, Aliyah, thank you so much for for choosing us to be the platform where you can share your voice. And I okay. sincerely thank you again, and I look forward to the very next time. All right. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. All right, bye. Welcome to the King Yah Podcast. As you may have guessed, I am your host, King Yah, a father, activist, and professional speaker. On this podcast, we discuss relationships, criminal justice, news and politics, black history, culture, and domestic violence awareness. If this is your first time being here, I want to say thank you and encourage you to keep listening. Each week, you can expect to hear thought-provoking interviews, as well as personal relationship tips that would help enhance your life. You will have access to resourceful downloads that you can implement daily to become more productive. Thank you for spending some time with me today. Follow me on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, KingYah2020. My podcasts are also available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Anchor, TuneIn, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Just look for KingYah. The purpose of this podcast is because everyday people inspire me through their stories of trial and error in life. Now let's jump into your favorite podcast. What better way to share our stories?